What's up, guys? It's me, Justin. We are back. We are back. We are back with a new episode. How are you guys doing? Are you wearing your mask? Are you washing your hands? Are you taking precautions? Hopefully, that's a yes. But it is amazing to be back, blessing you guys with another episode, another week. Um, yeah, hope you guys are doing well. So. If you're new to the show, this podcast is all about bringing together different perspectives, people who are different from me. So I might bring on people who are a different gender, a different race, a different opinion, um, because I think that everything that we've experienced in our life contributes to how we see the world and our opinions sometimes. And I think that makes for interesting conversation. So um, that's the premise of the show. So if you're new to the show and after hearing this, you love what you hear, feel free to leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend and especially for those people who are listening on apple Podcasts, you know you're already on the app why don't you go over leave a rating leave a review tell me what you think of the show i really do appreciate all the feedback and also feel free to follow me on my social media as well y'all can find me on instagram so the links to the podcast page and my personal page are in the description so feel free to follow me and if i ever say something on the show and you want to have a conversation with me about it feel free to hit me up Um, i'm pretty responsive and active on social media so never feel afraid to reach out to me let me know what you think of the show and what you think of my opinions because there's always something interesting that somebody always you know feels the need to tell me so definitely feel free to do that if you feel compelled So now, Steffi and I, we're going to test our fandoms a little bit. So there has been this chart that's been going around on social media comparing the discography of Beyonce to the discography of Rihanna. And I'll just go out and say, I'm really not the biggest fan of Rihanna. I wouldn't say that I'm not a fan. At at worst, I'm not a fan. And at best, I'm... <laughs> and at best, I'm a fan. And for Beyonce, at worst, I'm a fan. And at best, I'm a stan. <laughs> So basically what we're going to do is there are a few songs that people compile together and it's basically um, we're given two songs at a time and we choose the best song of the two between Beyonce and Rihanna. Um, Next we have Crazy in Love versus We Found Love. Mm -hmm. And... I'm going to go with Crazy in Love because I just think that that is the most iconic Beyonce song. It's probably her her best song, her most well-known song. Mm. Um, We Found Love, it's... It's a good song, but I feel like, I don't know. I like Crazy in Love a lot better. I feel like it's, it's more iconic. That's my rationale. Okay, I definitely agree with you that Crazy in Love is more iconic. Like, that's one of Beyonce's, like, quote-unquote standards. However, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe, again, this is because I, like, was a huge Beyonce fan. Like, I, I'm i just kind of tired of Crazy in Love. Really? Yeah, I am. And I wonder if, Be- I wonder if Beyonce is, too. <laughs> Y'all better attack Steffi with bee emojis because she's blast blaspheming the the queen. I know. I need to like maybe like have like a, a beekeeper outfit on right now. But <laughs> I really love We Found Love. Like I like if I was in a car and I only like either or Crazy in Love or We Found Love, it would be We Found Love. Like I just love like okay. that. Yes, and like I could like picture myself in the dark with like neon lights dancing. Like I I love We Found Love. I just, My favorite yeah. part of We Found Love is the beginning where she's like, shine a light through an open door. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, you hit those vocals, Rihanna. She did. <laughs> no, she did. She's she gotten really a lot did. better, too. I know. She has improved. What a journey for her. I know. We love it. Yeah. And my favorite part of Crazy in Love is, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And I love when she like does that live too. <laughs> That's actually not even in the recording of Crazy in Love. She only does the whoa, 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 yeah. when <laughs> whenever she's performing. when she like is in concert and she like puts the mic sometimes in a fan's face it's just like ooh Beyonce I know <laughs> ooh ooh don't embarrass them like that I know damn she's like you embarrass me like that I'm gonna be- embarrass you like that <laughs> it's a two way straight here <laughs> right oh my god oh gosh next we have Irreplaceable versus Take a Bow mm, okay. this is easy this is easy I'm gonna go with Irreplaceable yeah same agreed it's just more iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Take a Bow is a good song. Yeah, and, but I definitely feel like Take a Bow, I think, is kind of like dated to that mm. particular era sound. Whereas like Irreplaceable, it does it does sound like that time, but it's like in a good way. You know? Right. My favorite part of Take a Bow is, you look so dumb right now. <laughs> Justin <laughs> loves like the opening like read of any Rihanna lyric. <laughs> Next we have Telephone versus disturbia okay i'm going with disturbia oh okay see i'm going telephone really Mm -hmm. explain your positioning because see now this is kind of maybe i'm like not doing this game right but i also think of like (laughs) (laughs) i also think of like the video too and i think of kind of like during that point it was kind it, it was it was really huge at the time to see beyonce and gaga together you know it was like the excitement it was of that um, I know a lot of people, they didn't necessarily... Well, actually, between the two collabs, because Beyonce had video phone and Gaga had telephone, Ugh. I think more people prefer telephone over video phone. Yes, um, and I'm one of those people. Yeah. Staunchly. <laughs> staunchly. Like, Steffi, you know this. I do not like video phone. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember It's a horrible song. Mm-hmm. And let me, nobody talks about this, but I guess that since we're also comparing which song we liked better, we can just do a culture dive with each one of these. <laughs> I know. Justin's going to be like, I hate editing this podcast. No, the thing is, this is since this is bonus content, like, I'm not going to, there's going to be very minimal editing when it comes okay. to this. Because, yeah, what I've recorded so far for the actual episode is not going to be much to edit. Okay, okay. But um, the thing with Telephone, nobody talks about this, but Gaga was at her peak during this time. Yes. And... You, you know what? I think that Beyonce saw the writing of the wall mm-hmm. because during the 2009 VMAs, I remember pop culture really well. Yeah. Yeah. During that particular time. I don't know. I, it was just very exciting. I don't know what's happened now, but <laughs> I know. I don't yeah. know if it's us growing yeah, up or what, but right. it might be. It might be. Yeah. The point, the reason why I said the 2009 VMAs is because Gaga performed, te- um, not telephone. She performed. Oh, was it bad? A paparazzi. Oh, yes. Paparazzi. Right. And that was one of the best performances I've ever seen. And Beyonce was in the crowd watching that. This was the year that she won um, best video for single ladies and the whole Taylor Swift thing happened. There was so much that happened in that VMA. So thank you so much for giving me a chance to win a VMA award. I... Yo, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Goodness, an award show has never lived up to that. No, it was that entire VMA show was like a moment. (laughs) It was. It It was. was. Yeah. 
I bring that up to say that the writing was on the wall that Gaga was a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. And I think that Beyonce really wanted to capitalize off of that moment and really become more relevant within it. So I think that she really wanted to work with Gaga so she can also maintain some of that pop culture relevancy as well. So they collaborated on telephone, then she collaborated on video phone, and then they never worked (laughs) together since. And then that's pretty much it. Beyonce was like, well, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) You've served your purpose. No, but I, that's a really great point that you bring up, too, about Gaga, like, when she first came out. Because when I was, like, prepping for this particular, um, like, segment, mm-hmm. I was going back and listening to some of the songs that Rihanna was coming out to during this time. And you can, mm-hmm. like, you could definitely, like, hear the Gaga influence in, like, all of the pop girls' songs during yeah. that time. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, she was pushing them to, like, go towards a certain sound. And even, too, with, like, the, the play on, like, Personas yeah like when you yeah. think about how like during that era beyonce was doing like i am sasha fierce and she had like mm-hmm. the uh, the beyonce side and then the sasha fierce side and then like right. even Katy perry to a certain extent was playing with mm-hmm. persona like you know, it was Nicki minaj yeah. Yeah, roman like, and right. all of her little yeah exactly so mm-hmm. i think you know gaga definitely was a huge pusher back then disturbia Disturbia, I feel like it's kind of a forgotten song. It's a good song. Yeah, I remember that bum, song. Bum, be be dum, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one that used to literally be like people's like fa- like this was when Facebook was like still relevant and the parents mm-hmm. weren't there yet. But I remember people used to like put their status as like bum bum be. <laughs> like, oh, oh god! I'm over here crying of laughter. <laughs> Fun times. I know, but yeah, I can see why you can side with Telephone, because I think culturally it made more of an impact because it was Beyonce and Gaga, two divas combining to do a hit song. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. I think that song ended up going number three, and then Disturbia was a number one single for Rihanna. Fun fact. Mm, Nice. (laughs) All right, so next up we have 03 Bonnie and Clyde versus Rihanna's What's My Name. Mm. Okay. Take a deep <laughs> breath. Yeah, a deep breath. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to go with What's My Name. Oh, see, I'm going to go with 03 Bonnie and Clyde. Really? But I think it's also because, like, uh, I'm not quite sure if this, it might have been. Was this Beyonce and Jay-Z's first collab? Collaboration? Uh-huh. I, was, I don't know if this was before or after Crazy in Love. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It might have, I, I feel like it's definitely around the same time. Yeah, for sure. I'm not quite sure if this was the first one, but I mean, it was one of their earliest collabs. And then also I think of like, maybe because it's like almost summer now, like that song mm-hmm. feels very summer to me. Like that. Right. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's hot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It does remind me of summer. Right. My favorite part of that song is, if I well, was yes. your girlfriend, uh-huh. I'll be there for you. Need somebody hurt you, yes. even if it didn't. Yeah, that's a Prince sample. Oh, it is. Yeah, that entire part that. is from Prince's "If I Was Your Girlfriend." Oh wow! Yeah. So you learn something new every day. I know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our our resident pop culture enthusiast. <laughs> pop culture enthusiast over here. Yes. 
Um, What's My Name? I actually picked that song because I just, I like it. I like it better. Like, O3 Bonnie and Clyde, I do love that song. Yeah. But I love this song because it's also featured with Drake as well. So you mm. get a little bit of um, Rihanna and you get a little bit of Drake. And that infectious, oh, nah, yes. nah, what's, what's my name? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but, that, would, that would be my de- favorite part of the song, too. Okay, that's your favorite yeah, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my favorite part is the part where she goes, hey, boy, I really want to see if you, because oh. you're just my type. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. 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 That's a good part. Was that one of her, was this one of her like earliest collabs too with Drake? Or? Um, I, it might be her first okay. collaboration with Drake, mm. to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Was, but Drake this was, a like, good song. was Drake like Drake when this came out or he was still kind of like on the up and up? He was, he was Drake. Oh, he was Drake. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm. Okay. So mm-hmm. it makes sense why they paired these two songs against each other. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're both collaborations, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is a hard one. Yeah. Next, we have Halo versus Stay. Yeah, this is hard. Hmm. Yikes. I know which one I'm going to pick, though, and you you probably know which one I'm going to pick. Okay. I'm going with Halo. Me too. Because it's iconic. Yeah. This is like, when Beyonce dies, this song (laughs) is going to be so sad. It is. (laughs) It is. Like, oh, my God. And she already sang it at Kobe's... uh, like funeral thing i know oh god can you oh, r.i.p I, yeah r.i.p the reason why i like it is it's kind of not a ballad it's like a power ballad you get the mm-hmm. the crunch of the the drums or the beat in mm. the background it's at very atmospheric and powerful that's yeah. why i like it mm-hmm. and it's a good song yeah it's definitely like i feel like one of like beyonce's kind of like anthemic songs mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. this is a song that like like in super bowl when she performed like she knew she could go to this song to close the set yeah. list. You know what I mean? It has that. Ryan Tedder. Oh my God. Ryan Tedder the at the top of his powers. But did you know that Ryan Tedder gave the same like beat or melody to Kelly, Kelly Clarkson? Clarkson? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised like no one's made like a mashup of the two. Like, it's very, they're very similar, mm-hmm. but they're different songs. I definitely do not really like that already gone song. Yeah. I, I prefer what Halo did with the beat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. And then to, for Stay, Stay is a good song for Rihanna. Stay is the song that whenever she performed it, it's when we noticed that vocally that Rihanna is getting better. <laughs> it was a showcase <laughs> of the improvement. <laughs> yeah, it was. Round yeah. and around and around and around we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a good oh, look song. At, look at Rihanna improve. Yeah. It yeah. was a good. Yeah. It wasn't, is Stay on, um, was that on Anti? or was I think it like, it's on Unapologetic. Okay. But it's She's one of had the, so many albums. I know. Yeah, it's one of the later albums, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay. Next. Uh, this is interesting. We have Check on It versus SOS. Oh, this uh, is so. Oh. Hmm. So random. If you got it, flying it, boy, I know you want it. I had to go back and listen to SOS because I think the last time I listened to SOS was when it was actually on the radio, like two thousand five, two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, SOS, uh, I like SOS though. You got me tossing and turning. I know, and then the. Yes. There's a meme. It's not the meme. Yeah, when she like goes crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm dead. Oh man. So funny. Man. God, I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna go with check on it. Me too, but I would I would go f- take it a step further and say I like it when Beyonce does it live. 
check on it. Yeah. I don't. Oh really? Oh my gosh! I love the live arrangement. The do 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 do. Like she'll add like certain things that I like. Uh huh. I liked it when she did it at Coachella, but normally I don't like when she does it live, and she doesn't even do it that often. Yeah, she to doesn't be do it that often. But like when, like I like the the Coachella arrangement she did. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah. Um, both are good songs, but check on it. I think that it's a. I just like it better. Yeah. It's a fun song. I guess... Pink Panther. Yeah. Oh, my God. That video when she was, like, wearing all pink, like, every single <laughs> every single shot was a different outfit in pink. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It's very iconic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I, I liked S.O.S. because of the meme. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got me. And then she swivels her head to the right and then walks off. She was really feeling it. People say Rihanna can't perform, but what do you call that? I know. She was really going for it. Isolated roots. Oh, God. Um, okay, next is easy. Next is very, very easy. We have Run the World versus Rude Boy. Okay. I'm I'm Rude Boy. Me too. I hate Run the World. I hate it. I know. And I, I like the thing is, like, I feel kind of bad for saying I don't like Run the World because, like, that's that's that song is really, like, at the core of, like, Beyonce's manifesto as a performer, you know? Like, yeah. girls. But, like, I remember when that song first came out being, like, no. You know? Cause it's, I was mad. It was so I was annoying. like, what is this? It was like, ding, 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 ding. Like, that <laughs> annoyed me. <laughs> It was annoying. And the thing is, 100% of the song, or okay, let me not say that. 95% of the song is a major laser sample. Oh, really? You know? Wow. She basically took uh, Major Lazer's Pond the Floor Mm -hmm. and like made that the backdrop of the song while she sang different lyrics on top of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Run the World isn't some like concoction that she came up with. It's sample. She samples uh, Major Lazer and sings on top of it. I just don't like it. Mm. I don't like when it's performed and I don't like when it was on the album because if you listen to four by the way my little spiel or whatever on four you're not a real beyonce fan if if you you do not recognize four i know that's why okay when she performed at um beachella and she was performing some songs from four like I was like, these people do not deserve this set list. You they know what don't. I mean? Because they were just when like, I care just came like, on. Yeah, they didn't know what the fuck that was. Like, go home, go home. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me annoyed. I know. I, I was asking somebody, do you know? I she's like, I there was one girl I was talking to. She was like, I love uh, Beyonce. I was like, really? Do you like I care? And she goes, what's that? Oh, and I was like, see, okay, exactly. you're a fake fan. Exactly. See, that's a thing. That's another thing I feel like too with Beyonce. It's like it's like popular to like Beyonce right now. Yeah, but people only really even they only really know like the last two albums and like not even like every single song they only know like right. moments or like memes that came out of the song so it's like don't yeah call it, it annoys me because people like the the aesthetic of being a beyonce fan but yes. they're truly not fans because they don't know her music it's mm-hmm. it is i believe it's trendy it's cool mm-hmm. to like beyonce like oh i love beyonce oh really yeah <laughs> and it's like and it's like easy to like beyonce too you know what i mean she's not because some... she's non-problematic yeah and it's like every like even like the way the media kind of like props up Beyonce, it's like she's like Jesus right now. <laughs> right. You know? She can do but no wrong right now. I hate so. I hate the way like the white some of the white media people cover Beyonce. They're mm. always like Queen Bay. Like, oh, I why know. Why do like, y'all say that? That's not 
See, that's how you know. Like, no, it's not, it's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> the bay, or they say the bay, the bay hive. hive. I was like, oh. nobody calls it that. I know. Oh, God. Ugh, know your cringing. place. <laughs> know your place. But yeah, that's my little spiel. I don't like Run the World. And if y'all actually listen to 4 and you listen to all the songs on 4, that's Run the World does the not weaker. fit on the album at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And also, like, if you're a true Beyonce fan, you know at least of the existence of 4. And I've listened yes. to the album. I feel like that's how you can tell a real Beyonce fan from like a fake one. Is yes. They'll like at least reference four at some point. Right. You know? So. Right. For some people, they don't, they didn't even know that four even exists. I know. What a, oh my God. What a tragedy. It is because it's probably her best album second to Lemonade. Yeah. I mean, like, I personally prefer four over Lemonade, but like, I'm right there with you. Like, that's one of her best. That's mm-hmm. one of her best. So. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give you a little test. I love how we're going all over the place. I know. <laughs> Oh my god i'm gonna give you a little test steffi i'm not gonna consider you a real beyonce fan if you cannot right now oh name god. five songs from four. Oh my god okay so um well i care mm-hmm. i miss you mm-hmm. that's i feel like i miss you is kind of like a deep deep cut <laughs> i love that song i know it's really chill um i also well run the world um Ugh. party yes countdown yes i'd rather die young Wow, that was six. I know. You're trying to you're I've, trying to go above I've and beyond. To go above. This is the this is like the stand portion now. <laughs> this is why it's a bonus episode. People, casual fans of the podcast would be like, what is this? I know. What is this podcast devolved into? I know. <laughs> What's oh, happening God. here? <laughs> what is happening? What's happening? Um so that was Rude Boy versus uh Run, Run the, the World. world. We both picked Rude Boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we have... Oh, this is easy again. And I'm just letting y'all know, I'm not trying to purposely pick Beyonce for everything. Just some of these songs I clearly like and some I don't. But yeah. for this one, we have... um, Let me see, where was I? Drunken Love versus Love the Way You Lie. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Drunken Love. Yeah, me too. I hated each time that Love the <laughs> Way You Lie would come on the radio and Eminem is just screaming in your ear, I can't tell you what it really is. I just should not tell you what it feels like. And yeah. right, I'm like, can you be quiet? It was such like a weird, um, it was like a really like aggressive contrast to Rihanna on that song. You oh, know? yeah. It was just like, mm, this is different. A different, yeah, did- <laughs> a different feel. <laughs> I just don't like Love the Way You Lie. It's played way too much. Mm-hmm. Drunken Love, though, interestingly, I didn't think that it would become the hit that it was when it came out with the self-titled album. Was that, like, one of, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say for self-titled, but was that, like, a song that was considered, like, a single, if anything? Yes, so what happened with self-titles is she released both um, Drunken Love and, what was the slower song? XO. Mm, Drunken Love and XO were released as the singles, and um, it happened to perform better than XO. Yeah, I I could see that. But interestingly, another fun fact. I love how I have these little fun facts. Yes, I love the fun facts. Blow was supposed to be the single that was chosen instead of Drunk in Love, but they thought it was a little too risque, so they switched it to um, Drunk in Love instead. Oh, interesting. Because I always always thought that Blow would become the big hit of the album. I remember when I first watched the visual album, Blow Mm -hmm. was my favorite, like, visual. Yeah. like, Like, just like that first right off the bat like view of it um yeah yeah it was the retro mm-hmm, roller yes, park like the, yeah right and like the the neon kind of mm. moment yeah um, all right next we have sweet dreams and only girl in the world oof. this was okay. hard for me um I, i'll let you go first on this one i really like sweet dreams 
Mm. I really love I really love Only Girl, but I really love like it from, to me those two songs like I can tell they're coming from around the same time. Mm-hmm. But I just I really love Sweet Dreams. She's like, turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> turn the lights on. Yeah. I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go with Sweet Dreams. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. lean towards Only Girl. Okay, yeah. No, Only Girl in the World. It's good. And the Red Era was also a really good era for yeah. Rihanna. Yeah, mm-hmm. She had a lot of hits from that album. She did. Yeah. But Sweet Dreams is, is a better song to me. Yeah. Oh, next is going to be another easy one. Next, we have Naughty Girl versus Work. Okay, what are you going to say? Naughty Girl. Me too. I do not like Work. Work, oh. work, 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 and a shimmy diddy dirt dirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't like that song. Mm. I mean, I don't, like, hate it. I just am like, hmm, it's there, you know? Naughty Girl, it samples, I think, Don, Donna, Donna Summer. Summers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she already gets cool points with me for that because, yeah, people think that that... Oh my god, is Beyonce here? (laughs) I'm dead. Am I podcasting with Beyonce? (laughs) Are my vocals that good? Yeah. I think it's Donna Summer via a Ouija board. Right. (laughs) Donna Summer's dead, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. I know, R.I.P. Way to bring it down. I know. (laughs) Wait, she's dead, right? (laughs) Just making sure. But oh yeah, God. I'm going with Naughty Girl because mm-hmm. I've always notoriously never liked work. Even when oh, it came I out, mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel like I don't have the same like hate towards that song that you do, mm-hmm. but it's just more mm-hmm. of like a, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's funny because they told her that that album would have no hits on it. Oh my God. I know. So many people did not believe in Beyonce for her first album. That's the thing. Like, a lot of these artists, you have to believe in yourself because yeah. a lot of people will doubt you because they're worried about their bottom line more than they're worried about you. Mm-hmm. So if they're scared to take a risk and they think that there's a chance that your album is not going to be a hit, they're going to tell you that there's no hits on the album because they don't feel comfortable releasing that with their bottom line, you know, attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think, like, more artists nowadays feel the pressure of the bottom line because of, like, streaming and all of that? Or To be honest... Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, a lot of artists don't get pushed because a lot of record labels don't want to fund a music video. They don't want to fund a single if they think it's going to flop. Mm-hmm. So it puts more pressure on these artists to cater their music to hits mm-hmm. or to what they think is going to be consumed by a mass audience. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I feel like streaming has kind of killed the quality of albums, you know? It has. Now albums are like gum. Right. It's good in your mouth for the first 30 minutes, and then after that, it, it, you spit it out. Yeah. We consume albums so quickly. We mm-hmm. stream it in its first week, mm-hmm. and then we forget about it. Absolutely. That's. I think that's also why artists are releasing more music really quick, because people forget music so much. People don't make albums anymore. They don't make albums. They just try to sell a bunch of little quick singles, and they burn out, and they put out a new one, and they burn out, and they put out a new one. People don't even listen to a body of work anymore. Now, people only listen to a few seconds of a song on their iPods. They don't really invest in a whole album. It's all about the single and the hype. It's so much that gets between the music and the artist and the fans. I know. I mean, like like we were saying, like, look at Ariana. Like, yeah. that was such a quick turnaround between two albums. <laughs> Um, so that was what? That was Naughty Girl and Work. Mm-hmm. Next we have Deja Vu versus Wow, Wow, Wow Thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm going with Deja Vu. Me too. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's like, we're just going to go basically Beyonce all the way down. <laughs> I'm not, but like just Deja Vu is a more iconic song. I it know. features Jay-Z. Right. I think that's one of my favorite. I think that's one of my favorite um, collabs of theirs. It is. It is one uh. of mine for sure. The Jay-Z verse. Mm-hmm. I said verse. Verse. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed how you didn't correct correct my little slur there. You're like, I was like, oh, oh, is he okay? Like, I was like, he's putting a little, like, you know, a little uh, twang on that. That's <laughs> what so we do when we get to the deja vu era. <laughs> but I love I love the Jay-Z verse. My favorite part is probably when he's like, flow, flow so unusual. Mm. Baby, girl, you should already know. It's H-O, oh, light up the show. Yes. Woo! It's favorite so part. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, in the video, too. I'm like, oh, yes. the video's great. Yeah, people don't talk about the video enough. The the way the style in which it's shot is very French, very like mm-hmm. Louisiana ish. Yes, like that New Orleans influence is like boom right there. Yes, gothic elements. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And it, it it starts out with Beyonce's back twinkling in the sunlight. I know. Bass. Yes, and then like hi hat bass. Uh. And then on the other side, we have Wild Thoughts. I don't like that song. (laughs) (laughs) It's just another song for me that's just kind of like there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a particular feeling for it. I don't. DJ Khaled is on it. And anything DJ Khaled, I'd really check out of. Oh, he's really... Annoying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He has quite the presence. Right, right. Yeah. Um, But my favorite part of that song is when she's like, something naked, naked, naked. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. She like does yeah. a lot of like repetition in that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even the wow, wow thoughts. That, that's yeah. yes. <laughs> when I was you, all I get is wow thoughts. It's a good song. It's a good mm-hmm. song, but Deja Vu is a much more classy song. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B-Day era. Woo. B-Day. Oh, God. Next we have Hold Up versus Needed Me. I'm going with Needed Me. Ooh, I'm going with Hold Up. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, really? You don't like Hold Up? I Not really. Not <gasps> oh really. There's a few songs on Lemonade that I really don't care for. Mm, and okay. Hold Up is, like, cute, I guess, but it's just too, like, slow for me. Oh. I just liked hearing kind of Beyonce's take on the, like, the reggae sound during that. Yeah. I also kind of, like, I also, again... I may not be playing this game right, but I think of like the visual of Hold Up when she's in that dress and she has yes. that and she like opens the doors and then like mm-hmm. blood comes out. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, that yeah, we we can take videography into this. We're honestly we're just making up the rules as we go. I know. So because this post did it come with a rule book? No. So that leaves it up to interpretation. I know. So here we are making up, here we making are. up as we go. My favorite part of um Hold Up lyrically is when she's like i hopped up out of bed i put my swag oh, on oh yeah i look in the mirror say what's up uh-huh yeah i like that Lisa, song Lisa, Lisa. yeah mm-hmm. but my true favorite part of that song is not even like actually part of the song it's when she's um reading the poem and she's like going i levitated i swallowed a sword <laughs> <laughs> i wore i wore white abstained from mirrors abstained from sex slowly did not say another word i slept on a mat on a floor I swallowed a sword. I levitated, went to the basement, confessed my sins, and was baptized in a river. 
Oh my god. I love, I love how you opened with, I levitated. Because I like literally remember that part too. And watching it being like, oh, she levitated. <laughs> yeah, she swallowed a sword. People were like, oh my god, wait. Did you ever watch American Horror Story, like the coven season? I didn't, Oh actually. my god, people were, people were saying like that portion of Lemonade like reminded them of like her in like, because there's a part in American Horror Story where they have to do like tests to prove that they're like the old like the supreme witch so people mm-hmm. are like oh my god look at beyonce taking the test <laughs> the i'm dead because it's, it's, it's kind of so scary there was it a there's a part where she started doing flips into the air and i was like <laughs> what is happening i know the, but especially like the i levitated part because don't they do like that that weird edit thing where it's like i don't know like they do like a weird like crazy edit thing and you're like oh my god is she okay yeah <laughs> basically i would compare it to like if you threw a dress into a washing machine and saw it like spinning that's yes. basically what she did yes yes <laughs> i levitated <laughs> i levitated i swallowed a sword like i was like what's wrong with you and i know all of the illuminati conspiracy theorists were probably having a field day with that oh really yeah, oh because she had a Bible. I'm sure she had like a chaplet on and she was like praying and stuff. People were like, oh, demonic, demonic. I'm I like, know. can y'all get a life? I know. They love saying that Beyonce is like some part of the, the Illuminati. I'm sure that if the devil was really trying to send messages to us, he wouldn't send Beyonce to do it for him. I know. Like, come on. I mean, co- Corona, coronavirus. Yeah. Here we are. Coronavirus. Oh, God. Oh, God. But yeah, Hold Up is iconic, but I love Needed Me more Mm. because I like it better as a song. My favorite part of Need Me is... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love these, like, recreation moments that we're having. (laughs) Or that you're having, specifically. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's my needed me is such a good song. But there were if you watch the 2016 VMAs, there's a the part where she oh, sings that like, part oh, of the it's song. Not good. It's terrible. Oh my god! Yeah, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. Oh, man. And like, and you could like tell too. Like she's like trying because she like put her hand next to her ear. Like yes. The baby who. Oh, it was so, so bad. bad. Oh, I felt and bad for her. Okay. I did. I didn't because I was proud of her. I, <laughs> I was really I proud of her for giving us that moment. It was the se- it was the sequel to uh, what was the song? SOS, the meme. The yes. Here's part two. Almost ten years later. Yes. Oh God. Yeah, I think that. I don't feel sorry for her because I'm happy. I'm happy because a lot of artists in that moment, whenever they're supposed to be singing their career best hits, they mm-hmm. would opt to lip sync. Mm. The fact that she chose to sing live, it really makes me happy because these days, these artists are so manufactured and right. fake and none of them sing live anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Beyonce is probably the last great artist that we're going to have for a while. That can sing live. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. well that's the operative word. Well, she sings yeah. live well. <laughs> Yeah, because anybody can sing live, but can you sing live well? And I don't think, well, maybe Bruno Mars will be our last, like, great performer. Because after Beyonce, I don't know who we have left. Mm. Because see, but like, see, here's the thing with like Beyonce and Bruno is I feel like those two artists, especially, they really studied the people that came before them. Yes. And they're like modernizing it. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know what's wrong with this, like, younger generation. They're just, like, so completely devoid of, like, trying to do research, which is so strange to me because there's never been a better time now where, like, they have access to so much 
you know, where they can like, Mm -hmm. I can pull up something and I could study this or go back and listen to this album and get inspiration there. But I don't know. It's just, they're lazy. Yes, that's what, it's laziness. And Sefi, they're also not to blame completely because these time these days labels don't care about talent they mm. care about popularity and sales because look at cardi b does mm. cardi b write her own raps back mm. in the day artists had to rap that's how they got relevant and that's how they got known mm. an artist in the 90s that was trying to get into rap and if he couldn't write like you wouldn't have a career right. but these days we manufacture these pop artists into like something that they're not and then we throw them out there and expect them to be beyonce well mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen mm-hmm they're not getting that like a and r step of like okay let's like really form get like a good skill set here yeah Yeah. the closest thing maybe is maybe ariana i feel like she's following in the footsteps of mariah carey in a way yeah but i still think that she's not like mariah carey of course oh no 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 (laughs) oh no but yeah you could definitely hear like most definitely hear and see the the mariah influence with yeah her. but we're doomed we're doomed who I will know, be i don't know who will we be following now i really don't it, i genuinely don't know there's adele there's <laughs> i guess performance wise because I, I won't count rap because rap is not they don't really perform yeah it's kind of like a different thing with rap i feel like yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever i don't know about whatever. that but um um next we have flawless versus diamonds Ooh. i'm going with diamonds mm. <laughs> you didn't expect me to answer so quickly yeah you were so quick i mean you know why i like diamonds is because i remember when she performed it at the victoria's secret show and she was like oh. oh oh yeah that was a moment that was a moment so i really enjoy that visual but Beyonce also gave us a visual for Flawless. She did. And that was and album. that was the that was when she did the feminist thing. Yes. That was the that's whole, the song. Yeah, the whole discord around feminist was really popping off at this time. Yeah. Feminist. A person who <laughs> believes in the personal <laughs> the <laughs> I'm giving you the backbeat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, la, la. yeah, yeah. Like slow motion. <laughs> Put it down, put the get it on the ground. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't to be honest, I don't really this whole though actually the self-title album, I never go back and listen to that, if mm. I'm being completely honest. There's only a couple of songs that I really like. I cherry pick. Yeah. That album I don't really it was important when it came out, but I don't think it's really stood the test of time. Yeah, I feel like that's the self-titled album, like kind of like you more so think about the moment around the album versus like mm-hmm. the actual songs that were on the album, you know? Right. Cause I feel like whenever she lost album of the year to Beck, I was like, Okay, I can see them why they didn't give it to it. Mm-hmm. But it, I was definitely upset whenever she didn't get it for Lemonade. Oh my god, that was devastating. Oh goodness! Oh and I knew, I knew, I knew it would happen because the Grammys love Adele. Yeah, and like D- Adele was the safer choice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the Grammys always choose the least offensive, mm-hmm. the safest, you know, widely, mm-hmm. you know, spread artist. Right. And, and it, it, Adele, I, I felt checks similar, every box. I felt similar too when they gave it to Bruno instead of Kendrick. For um, oh, definitely. I feel yeah. I feel like I remember like where i was when i watched beyonce lose like it was it was so sad and then like and like the thing it was is, sad and the thing is too like i feel like she knew she wasn't gonna win because when they put her when they aired the um 
I think it's like the urban best contemporary. urban contemporary. And she like there was just like a look of resignation on her face where she like she Ugh. knew. And like she even had but like that her was nice so envelope. Crazy. She had like her nice piece of paper too, like the gold. I was like, oh, she's trying to just like make a moment out of this because she knows she's not gonna get it. Right. Oh, it's, it made sad. me really sad. I know. And also that was before the wave even was turning because that. But Adele hadn't won for Song of the Year yet, and she hadn't won for Record of the Year yet. Mm-hmm. But yet Beyonce like knew. Like she just said, I, I might not come up here again, so I might as well give this speech that I was gonna give anyway. I know. Oh, it's just so sad. And I just remember she's like. I am very honored and I'm very gracious, but I can't possibly accept this award. And I'm very honored and I'm very gracious, but the artist of my life is Beyonce. And the Lemonade album for me was just so monumental, so monumental. And Beyonce, the way that you make me feel, the way that you make my black friends feel is empowering. And you make them stand up for themselves. And I love you. I always will have and I always will. The Grammys, I appreciate it. To my manager, my husband, and my son. <gasps> You're the only reason I do it. Thank you very much to everybody. Did yes, you this is off that? book. Wow. Yes. Oh my God, that the- is a skill set. Myself, but I can't possibly accept this award. And I'm very humbled and I'm very grateful and gracious. But my artist of my life is Beyonce in this album for me. The Lemonade album was just so monumental, Beyonce. It was so monumental and so well thought out and so beautiful and soul bearing and we all got to see another side to you that you don't always let us see and we appreciate that and all us artists here we fucking adore you you are our light and the way that you make me and my friends feel the way you make my black friends feel is empowering and you make them stand up for themselves and i love you i always have and i always will grammys i appreciate it the academy i love you my manager my husband and my son you're the only reason i do it thank you so much the theater days just a flashback (laughs) (laughs) just like i'm retaining this right now i'm ready to go put me in coach Yes, that was word for word what happened wow, that night. I was amazing. so mad. I Ugh. felt like when I like I felt like Adele was like well meaning with that, but when she acknowledged that acknowledged it, it's like it was like adding salt to the wound, you know? I was like yeah, I mean I mean I would rather her say that than right. to an artist that truly didn't deserve it mm-hmm. accepting it like they had the best album. No, you didn't. Right. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm happy you're self-aware to know that it should have gone to Beyonce. I mean, because I think in the room, everybody felt that that should have been Lemonade's award. Right. I mean, like, that felt like, because it was such a, it was such a huge, huge moment. Like, that when you think of, like, the year of music in 2016 or, like, around, like, whatever year that was, like, mm-hmm. Lemonade is a huge part of the, the discussion. That's like if, yeah. if, like, Thriller did not win back in oh, 1983. You know, like, the, that's, such, yeah. like, that's just, like, your obvious choice like everyone Mm. was talking about it and it Mm. was a good and like you know basic idea like it was a good solid album and beyonce Mm -hmm. worked so hard oh i feel bad and that's why you can't care about awards Mm -hmm. because if you care about awards you're building you're building yourself up for a letdown because let the music speak for itself if people love it they love it and they resonate with it but if you're building everything around awards you'll surely be you saddened at the end, especially with how the Grammy committee is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. that like I feel like I really stopped believing in awards. Like one, like that was like nail on the coffin when like really? she lost. That's when I was like, "Fuck 
the awards. Like, I really, really? I really think, like, that was the thing that, like, because you know what it proved to me? And maybe, like, maybe not necessarily, like, proved to me, but it, like, reaffirmed that this idea that, like, you can be, like, the best or you can have put out, like, a really, really solid project, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be, like, rewarded in the way that it should and I felt yeah. like I felt like that was like I felt cheated on behalf of Beyonce. Oh, good. For that and you moment. know that like, she was really... you know that she was upset. Yeah, I'd be upset Cause... too. I was like, Blue, go up and get that mic. <laughs> yeah, because Solange was tweeting after it, talking about how all these black artists are asked to perform, but the percentage mm-hmm. of people that actually win is very low. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know it's what? That, that's a great point too. And I think that was another that was another reason why I felt so cheated. And I, like I felt like Beyonce, like as a person, like really put herself out there mm-hmm. for lemonade like that was such a personal album and like what a mm-hmm. risk that was for her because you know like she she tends to be this artist that's like you know people say oh you don't really know like she's so like um she's not necessarily like the most personal artist but that right. album specifically like i felt like she was she was really brave and it was just you know it was kind of sad to see that not <sighs> necessarily like acknowledged or recognized by the grammys but she knows yeah she knows it better than anybody i remember in one of those like that five-part series that she uploaded to youtube oh for self-titled yeah there's a part where she's like you can be really good yes but still lose i like that's one of my favorite beyonce quotes you could actually work super hard and give everything you have and lose it was the best message for me the reality is Sometimes you lose, <laughs> and you're never too good to lose. You're never too big to lose. You're never too smart to lose. It happens, and it happens when it needs to happen. And you have to embrace those things. It is. It's true. You can be the very best and still lose, and that's just life. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what matters most is that the zeitgeist and everybody in the culture understands the importance of lemonade, and sometimes that's all that matters. Yeah. Like I mean, like you know, even years later, I feel like. People will talk about Lemonade more than 25. Yeah, 25, to be honest, I love Adele, but that's already been forgotten. Yeah, like and like the thing is too, like in the grand scheme of like Adele's career, like that just felt like another, you know, Adele album. Yeah, she Lemonade didn't, do didn't feel like anything another different. Beyonce album. Like that felt like a, a very purposeful statement. <sighs> Oh God! Yeah. yeah, don't even get me started. I know <laughs> that, that was a whole different episode. We could do a whole topic we went, on like, that. like a whole like. <laughs> that, oh, don't even get me on a tirade. Oh, that was man. what sparked that flawless and diamond spark. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you just seen that word? Oh no. <laughs> oh God. Oh, um, next we have me myself and I versus unfaithful. Mm. I'm going with unfaithful. Oh, see, I love me myself and I. I think that's my favorite off of Dangerously in Love. Really. Mm-hmm. All my ladies, if you really feel me, let me hang it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love the instrumental of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good one. But I like Unfaithful, too. I just, you know, preference. Yeah. Unfaithful is good. I just, Unfaithful, just at a time in everybody's life, I feel like at some point when you got off the bus or whatever, <laughs> you went, you went, sat down on your bed and started singing, I don't want to do, do this anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like it really captured my, my feelings during that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a murder man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so unfaithful oh, takes it from me i love me myself and i but i'll give a point to rihanna mm-hmm. so people don't say that I'm, I'm biased i know people are gonna say wow she really has only selected one 
one Rihanna song out of the 20 that's on this list. And I'm like trying to think back. <laughs> God. Next yeah. we have Partition versus SNM. Ooh, this is this was this was I think uh, this is like the hardest one for me. I will say Partition. See, I like SNM. Really? Yeah. I love oh, like nah, when nah, she's nah, like nah, when on. she's like um cuz I may be bad but I'm perfectly good at it. Um uh-huh. sex in the air. I don't care I love the smell of it. Sticks and stones may, be, break, may my break your bones. But chains and whips excite me. Like, yeah. That was an yes. exciting line. I will say that. Yeah, that was yeah. a very, like, I remember when I first heard that in high school, I was like, ooh, this is exciting. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's they a good have, song. They should have, like, used that as, like, um, some sort of, like, a slowed down version of it for, like, Fifty Shades. They should have. I know. I might be good. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we might have to, like, you know, rework that a little bit, but... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh God. But I do like it. But remember, fun fact, did y'all know that this was remixed by Britney Spears? Oh, really? Yeah, and it went number one because of it. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. This was that 2011 era. I want to look that up now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, Britney was on there. And they had a pillow fight when they performed at the AMAs. That was the same year that Beyonce performed Run the World behind that big video screen. Oh, when she was, like, um, playing with, at- like, shapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how you say playing with shapes. She's like, and I'm lifting the ball and I'm throwing the ball. Okay, you know, that point, whenever she performed that, I was like, okay, this is this is solidifying her as like a legend. Oh, really? Because I've never seen a performance like that before. That was so cutting edge and so mm. cool. And the applause in that building after she was finished. Who see, are we? See, that's the thing. I feel like fucking four is when Beyonce really started to like cement legend status. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, especially the performance during that era. And it was also the album that she started to not care about hits. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I always hold my artist accountable. She only stopped caring about hits once she stopped getting them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because remember when Run the World was released as a single? It wasn't charting well at all. To this day, I think it peaked at number 27. Mm. She promoted it so much at every single event, at The View, all these different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't a hit. And I think Mm. that it demoralized her because she's like, damn, like, this is not a hit. What does it mean about the song and the album? Mm. And then she just stopped caring about chart success after this. Well, I'm happy she did, though, because I feel like, when she freed herself up from that mentality, it freed her as an artist. I think also this is also her being away from Matthew freed her as well. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I fucking love for too, because that was like kind of Beyonce's like independent. Like she was like really marking her independence in a way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really it, I felt like it really benefited her creatively. Oh, it did. It did. Yeah. It did. Because I feel like maybe I don't I, I don't want to project. So this is the thing with stands and like reading into too many things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're being hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, but we have we have theories. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is that Matthew was kind of con- trying to construct Beyonce as this like classic, like old Hollywood like artist. Mm-hmm. And that's not who she wanted to be. I think that mm. what we're experiencing now with Beyonce rapping, she's like, Matthew, but I want to rap. No, Beyonce, musicians don't rap. <laughs> Do you see Whitney rapping? Do you yeah. see Mariah rapping? Did they rap back in the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to be rapping in this day. Yeah, because my thing with Beyonce, I'm tired of the rapping. Like, can you just make like actual music? Now? See, that's yeah, I'm complete. I'm completely with you. I am so completely with you. That's why, like, like, the songs on everything... Wait, what was it? Like Everything... everything is, see, see how forgettable it okay, is? Yeah, but, like, the, so- <laughs> the songs that I did, like, even remotely, like, 
like or like I would want to revisit are the ones where you actually get to hear her like sing, if anything. Yeah. You know? Ugh. I miss that Beyonce. I, I feel I don't know. I don't know what she's gonna give us or when she's gonna give us anything, to be honest. Yeah. I yeah. Oof. I wonder. But when when she does come out, like I told you, my theory is that she's going since she has a deal with Netflix, she's gonna release a vis a visual album on Netflix. Oh yeah, I can I can see that I can see that because nobody has done that. Because when they, Taylor Swift was like teasing like that Miss Americana stuff, I thought that she was gonna do it first and release a surprise album on oh. Netflix. I was like shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for I could see that for Beyonce. That's the next move. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, Next we have. Can't get a uh, go ahead. Blue first. <laughs> blue. Oh, blue. I love how I love how the beehive like gives blue this personality. personality that she may or may not have. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. Like how she like bosses them or like it's like a very like bossy um, <laughs> persona. Like I think yes. that's so funny. I wonder. Like you listen. I don't really listen to them. Kid anymore, Fury. But like the, yeah, the read. I uh-huh. wonder if they because I remember I first started hearing that whole blue persona from them. from them but i wonder if like they're the ones that started it or if like i don't know uh, the really be- people people way. have always done it but they took it and ran with it oh my god it's just it's hilarious it's, it's so funny it's and so, oh god. blue ivy didn't help herself when she was at the grammys and somebody was talking and then she told mommy and daddy to shh yes <laughs> she like gave like the hand too like it was like an indicative oh. like hush <laughs> Yeah, that was so funny. I was like, okay, maybe maybe she is what we say she is. I know. And like also like that meme of her like standing over the balcony in um, New Orleans. <laughs> the concert. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah, in the concert, but also there's like one in her of her like standing on like the balcony in New Orleans. She's like looking down at like the the commoners. Oh, the people it, were waving. Yeah, she's just like looks like really like upset. <laughs> like, she's why like am I oh, acknowledging the, these people. The peasants are here. She's like, "Oh, my air is being like infiltrated." Yes, but how would you feel if your parents were Jay Z and Beyonce? What a a lot of pressure! I know. The thing is, she doesn't have to do anything though. We the the reason why we work is so our kids don't have to work. Like that is the end goal. So if she doesn't want to do anything, she doesn't have to. I know that's insane to me. Like literally, the like their the generation and the generation and the generation after. I feel like are pretty. Yeah. They're pretty... They're fine. They're set. Yeah. They're set. <laughs> the twins are fine. Like... Oh, man. They are set. And Jay-Z is probably so happy that he has a little boy. I know. He's like, I cannot be outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be outnumbered in the elevator. <laughs> oh, oh, I should have talked... To, oh, my God. One thing I wish... Man, the people that are getting this bonus segment are getting a little bit of everything because I'm not cutting anything out. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wow, what, what like chaotic energy this is i know chaotic energy one thing that i wish that we had talked about on the episode mm-hmm. is projecting and how and i would have brought up the kim kardashian and beyonce relationship and how oh. people i know how people don't want beyonce to like be friends with kim kardashian and mm. stuff you should do like a like in a like couple like months or maybe like next year do like a part two <laughs> a part two of what a part two of like the stand conversation oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, that is interesting. Oh God, that's Ugh. so complicated. Cause it's like the dads used to be friends, but it's like, I don't know. Ugh. It's awkward. Yeah. And like when Kanye too, like went on his like little tirade during his show and was like, mm-hmm. our kids don't even play together. Like, oh. I didn't Loki, need to I was that. happy. I <laughs> we didn't need to know, but I was happy. I was like, thank goodness that Beyonce has sense enough not to b- introduce her kids to the Kardashian people. Oh my God. Speaking of the Kardashian kids, though, um, mm-hmm. have you seen on YouTube that video of 
fucking North play, like going over to Jojo Siwa's house and having like a play day. Oh, that was weird. That was so weird. But I was like in the back. My I watched it with my mom and my mom was like disgusted because like we like my mom used to really like dance moms. So mm-hmm. like seeing how Jojo Siwa is now, my mom is like, oh, my God, what the fuck? But she was like, I bet you Blue doesn't play with Jojo Siwa. Right. I was like, you tell him. But that is, you know. I, I, oh, I don't know. I just don't like the Kardashians. I just don't like them. And I, t- I feel like there's there's not a few there, but it's like a frenemy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that Beyonce is, like, friendly enough to Kim, enough to send her a blue uh, Ivy Park box. Right. <laughs> Even though Kim shadily didn't, like, promote it right Put it away. on her feed. Yeah. It's a power dynamic. It is. It is. And I, I feel like we're reading... Do you think we're reading into it too much? Or is, I think there is something to that, to be honest. Yeah, I think it might be a combination of both. Like, I definitely feel like it might be, like, some of it us reading into it. But, like, mm-hmm. there's... There was, there's receipts there. There's, like, history there. Like, yeah, everybody... When, mm-hmm. Like, remember in the BET Awards when Kanye and Jay-Z won? And, like, oh my there God. was an awkward exchange. Like, Kanye and Jay-Z and Beyonce were, like, pretty much, like, hugging each other, blah, 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 blah. And, like, Jay-Z, like, awkwardly, like... like I don't Gave even her know, a like, pat on the shoulder. Gave her a pat and, like, Beyonce didn't even acknowledge Kim. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was so happy. I was like, thank goodness. It was so awkward. Oh, it, w- it was awkward. But it's just... Maybe maybe they feel the same way we feel. Like every time they're in the same circles with each other, it's like mm-hmm. always this like unspoken weird energy that we're not really friends, but we know each other and I don't want to be around you, but yeah. I'm friendly with you. Mm-hmm. I get that. Ugh. I get yeah. that sense from them. It's a weird relationship. But watch. Because the thing is, if they were truly friends, you really think that Kim Kardashian wouldn't bring it up on the show or say, I was talking to Beyonce and blah, blah, right. blah. Like, That's a good point. They, if they were truly friends, like she would bring them up, because I'm sure Beyonce was like, "Yeah, just don't mention us on the show," or maybe she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I never really f- keep up. I don't keep up with the Kardashians per se. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if she has or hasn't. But I, uh-huh. yeah, I definitely feel like if there was some sort of relationship there, she would try and like capitalize on it. If anything, you know, I think I think that's the thing. I think like Beyonce can tell like they're kind of sneaky. And, like, intentions are questionable. Ugh, I just don't like them. They're just, um, what is it? Social climbers. That's what they are. Yeah, they really are, though. She went from Paris Hilton to... (laughs) (laughs) She went from, like, organizing Paris's closet. Okay, let's not forget. Yeah, to having her reality show, to befriending all these random low-level celebrities to where she is now. I know. Because even, uh, I know, I don't want to judge her, but love is love. But I think that part of her, you know, being with Kanye is the status that Kanye has. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, for sure. Ugh, that really, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well. Um. Okay, well, next song. <laughs> if, I were, if I were a boy versus I Hate That I Love You. Ooh, okay. If, ugh, I don't like either of these songs. Yeah, they're like... Okay. But my love for I, If I Were a Boy was growing, though. It oh, is really? growing, though. Yeah. Because it's for, a beautiful song. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, the idea of it, too, um, especially during that time, it was, like, an interesting idea yeah. to think about. It's a well-constructed song because it's, like, putting yourself in the perspective of a man. Right. If I was a man, then... Ugh. I wonder. I, okay. I know. I'd understand how it is to treat a woman. I, do you think though? Like, I wonder. You know how like nowadays people love to like go back to like old things and say, "See, problematic." You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, do you think like because she's saying like, if I were a boy, people would try and make the argument of like, "See, look at Beyonce being problematic." Like, um, I don't think so. I hope not. 
I, I really I, hope not. I don't think they would ever do that to Beyonce, but like. I don't think so, but I don't like that whole like going back into people's past type thing mm. because pe- nobody is the same 10 years ago. But I think that's a I don't like that excuse because obviously I wasn't the same person I was 10 years ago, right. but you can still be the same person that you were um, 10 years ago and still harbor those same problematic thoughts. Time mm. doesn't change that. Right. That's true. Because I bring yeah. that up because, um, like, right now on Twitter, people have been, like, really going in on America's Next Top Model. Saying, like, I know. See, look how all problematic all of it was. And it's like, okay, wait a second here. <laughs> oh, this would have been a better off my chest. Yes. <laughs> yes. But no, you're absolutely inter- right. But it is interesting. Because, like, I mean, like, yes, we could look back and say, like, that was, like, definitely problematic. But, like, there's also an argument to be said, too, that I think some of like the harshness of it was them you could like make the argument them trying to ready the girls for like a very very harsh industry you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's not going to yeah. be like puppies and rainbows and sunshine once they leave america's next top model like there are right. there's really cutthroat industries that's so. true that's true but I, I don't know if you saw the same clip i saw but there was a clip of some girl that had a big gap in her teeth so danielle you went to the dentist but you refused to have your gap closed do you really think you can have a CoverGirl contract with the gap in your mouth? Yeah, why not? This is all people see. It's easy to beautiful CoverGirl. It's not marketable. Yeah, just a little bit is okay, but I don't want to completely close it. Well, I guess she just left the gap wide open for another girl, baby. I agree. And then... <laughs> yeah. there, was, well, oh. there was one where it was like... Um, there was a girl with the gap in her, like, the gap in the teeth, and, like, Tyra wanted it closed, but I guess there was, like, another contestant who had a gap, but, like, Tyra was like, oh, that's, that's, that gap is what makes you unique, it's Mm -hmm. beautiful, let's widen the gap. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, and then one of the Miss J person was like, "Oh, if you want to keep the gap, you're opening a wide gap to let somebody else snatch this." <laughs> I started laughing so hard because I was like, "Was that rehearsed?" I know. I don't know. Um. Lastly, we have. Oh, they, I love how they left like the best for last. I know these are heavy hitters. They are literally. Um. We have single ladies versus umbrella. Oof. Um. This is hard, but easy in a way mm-hmm. i'm going to go with umbrella oh really i was gonna go with single ladies single ladies is more iconic, iconic. but umbrella I, I single ladies is over overplayed and as a song mm. single ladies is like a weird song it's yeah because it's, it's like weird that, wow, wow. like it has a weird sound <laughs> <laughs> you're like is my radio <laughs> broken <laughs> yeah. a lot of like I, what she was doing during the i am Sasha Fierce era, like sonically, was interesting. Experimental, yeah, yeah, very different. I know. Um, Yeah, single ladies is annoying to me, but it it is Mm. very iconic. Like Mm -hmm. if we're going on the more iconic song, then I'd side with single ladies. Mm -hmm. But umbrella is the song. Without umbrella, there's no Rihanna today. Mm. Because that, because this was. Would you say that was like her first big big hit? Like I mean, like she had hits before, but that was the one that was like. It's everywhere. This was the one because SOS was a hit and Pond the Replay was a hit, mm-hmm. but Umbrella was a hit. Yes. I remember it's that what, song being everywhere in the summertime. Yes. It's what established her as a force. Mm. And it, it's what probably made Beyonce start trembling. <laughs> he also was like, Jay Z, why'd you do this song? <laughs> I know. I know. And it's so funny how close Jay Z and Rihanna are, but yet it doesn't seem like Rihanna and Beyonce are that close. 
But isn't that interesting that that kind of seems to be the case with, like, a lot of the relationships that Jay-Z has? Um, with, like, give me another example. Well, like, I was thinking, like, at one point it was, like, Kanye and Jay-Z. Uh-huh. But now, like, I don't know. They're not, <laughs> it doesn't really seem like there's anything going on there. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, there was, like, I mean, do you ever see that picture of um, Kanye and Beyonce playing Connect Four? Is that real? Is that photoshopped or real? I don't know. I mean, I think... I mean, I saw it, I believe, circulating on Tumblr back in the day, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is cute. But I don't know if it's, like, I think it is. I think it is. I could believe okay. during that era that they were close, because that was, that was like, 2011, and w- wasn't that around the time when um, Jay-Z and Kanye did Watch the Throne, and, like, even mm-hmm. Beyonce has a song with them on that album, too. Mm-hmm. So I could believe that at that point, maybe there was, like, a at least, like, a friendly relationship there. Like, uh, yeah. friendly enough that I'll play Connect Four with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they were legitimately, legitimately all friends. Because mm-hmm. even during that 2009 thing, she was like, "Oh, we had, we had sat down with Kanye, and we we're like, oh, yeah." Oh my god, yeah, and she was like, oh, "Kanye, oof, man." Oh god, he's just a firebomb. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. Doesn't but, he? Doesn't he have like bipolar? Right? He does. He does, and I hope he's like taking medicine for it because he's just crazy. I know. Never really know what to expect from him. No. Ugh. Um, single ladies umbrella. I, I'm gonna go with umbrella. That's fair. I just like it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they're both big hits for each of them respectively. Mm-hmm. Um again, I think of like like with Beyonce single ladies video specifically, because that was I would argue yeah. that's like one of her like most iconic because it was so simple, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like, and like, too, when you think about like during that um, moment, like everyone was like doing, like the dance. Everyone was trying to do the dance. Yes. And that's what, when YouTube was in its like little early stages of like mm-hmm. when something would go viral. Right. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was during that era. So. Ugh, that was the Scarlet Takes a Tumble era. Like, <laughs> Ah, these kids. I know they don't know. They don't know what they missed. These the OG YouTube was something else. Like now I with lo- monetization oh, and all this stuff, like it's mm-hmm. it's has it impacted you in any way? The monetization? Yeah, um, it's not like you curse all the time on your channel anyway. I mean, I've I I don't really notice necessarily like a difference, but I've heard from people that AdSense right now has been like cut 50%. Wow. Because like, you know, companies aren't putting out ads they're not allocating money for ads right now really because of wow corona see coronavirus is literally affecting every single industry everything it's crazy oh god and uh, i was always telling people y'all need to get an emergency account or something because (laughs) i know oh my goodness when things go bad you need to have a backup plan i know it's it's insane you know i was the influencers are trembling yeah I was thinking too, because um, there's like a couple of people that I follow on like social media right now, and I just like mm-hmm. found this out a couple of days ago that my mm-hmm. my cousin got his girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> <gasps> I can cut this out of the episode <laughs> if you want. It's okay. I mean, I really don't care. Okay, it's not my tea. <laughs> I'm airing other people's laundry. <laughs> oh god. Um, but okay. Um, y- yes. Uh-huh. I was. I was. Um. But I was thinking like, how are like these people gonna give like birth like now you know what do you mean well i mean like like, well i mean like obviously they have to and they can but like the whole like are i don't like i'm imagining like are they going to be allowed in the same 
room like is the father going to be allowed to be with the wife during the the labor process or yes i think what they do because one of the people that i went to high school with actually had a baby today oh and oh oh, yay congrats to your friend well she's not my friend she's she's not my friend oh okay (laughs) (laughs) she's not my friend just some girl i went to high school with former not even a former friend just a former school person that happens to still follow me on instagram oh okay but um (laughs) not trying to like create a relationship that's not there but um (laughs) she had a baby today and she had to take a covid test and i assume that they covid test the father too and then if they test negative then they can be around the child oh that's good oh my god but i I bring that up because there's a lot of like i mean like my cousin and like several other people that i follow on like social media like they're pregnant and they're gonna be giving birth in a couple so i'm just like ooh, i would in the age of corona yeah like welcome to the world corona (laughs) yeah I think that you, they just have to be more more safe. Like, I feel like more parents are going to be wanting to have their baby immediately and leave with them. That way, there's no chance that the baby gets sick because a mm. hospital is like a, a festering place that, right. for, like, bacteria and stuff. So, ugh. oh, God, what a mess. What a mess. I know. but not How did we get on Corona? What, I what? don't remember how we got on this <laughs> I don't remember how we got on this, but I feel like there was something I was going to say, but I, I don't remember anymore. Hmm. Well, mm. at least we like made it through the list. Yeah. <laughs> In an hour at least and a half. <laughs> yes. Y'all got some good content. <laughs> y'all got a little bit. Of, I imagine this being 30 minutes, but it wasn't. <laughs> I because we were like going in like deep, deep, like cultural explorations to every single song. Oh, <laughs> Why God. this worked? And Why didn't? This is some good content. One day I'll release this for free just so people can hear this everything that we talked about on this episode. I know, because it's important. <laughs> this is for the culture. We're doing it for the I know. culture. At Blue Ivy. <laughs> let, let your At mom Blue listen to Ivy. this. <laughs> yes, I, I, I feel like I was nice to Beyonce, so I wouldn't be offended if she heard this somehow. Yeah, I feel like we were very like pro-Beyonce <laughs> during yes. this, this session. Oh my god, question. Yeah. Okay, do you feel the need to praise or not to talk bad about celebrities because there's a chance that your podcast could blow up and like celebrities could hear it? Do you ever censor yourself purposely? I feel like, I mean, I try to, I mean, like not even just with the podcast, but even like with the the YouTube stuff, I try Mm -hmm. to, when I say something critically... I try to put it in a way and like like the tone of my voice is like everything the the mm-hmm. way I like say it like the the sentence structure is everything but mm-hmm. I guess I mean like in that sense I guess you can make an argument that it that is some sort of like censoring but I do try to be as honest as possible, mm-hmm. but I try to it, say it in a way that's like not like mean spirited, you know? Okay, yeah, because um, that's when it can get like personal, I guess. Yeah, because I don't I, like I don't want to, especially like with a lot of the the stuff that I, that I do because it is a, like a good chunk of it is like based on pop culture. I don't mm-hmm. need like fans or stands of like what have you to be bothering me yes <laughs> in my oh pages. damn yeah i forgot to ask you have you ever been attacked by <laughs> you know i will say with um <laughs> fan reaction friday videos the american horror story fans i didn't even say any you know they get mad it's interesting with like tv shows people will get mad if you don't remember something 
Oh my, it's so annoying. It's like when you first watch something for the first time, you don't catch every single detail. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think people understand that that's like the point of those kinds of videos. It's like your first reaction. So I'm not like sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. Like maybe like a couple days will come to me, but like mm-hmm. not in the moment. But yeah, people have that's um, so annoying. upset. The American Horror Story fan base is very... um passionate i don't know i don't know how you do it because i'd be cussing out these people i'd be like well listen here (laughs) (laughs) there was there was one there was one time when i addressed it at the very beginning but then like i think like that may have provoked more people to like say more so then i just stopped (laughs) i just was like okay and i honestly that's that's honestly a huge reason why i stopped responding to comments because i used to make it a point like i'm going to set aside time and respond Mm -hmm. to every single comment like i used to do that i don't well you're so big now i'm not that big (laughs) stop steffi stop you're so big now you've reached the point you've reached the point where like it's too much to answer every (laughs) single comment Wow, you're I like mean, maybe the, maybe in that sense, like maybe I've reached the point where it's too much to to respond to every single comment. It's a good I, thing your channel is growing. I mean, yeah, we we try, we try, but I <laughs> I, I, I wonder with like um you know the here, girl... here we can we can we can end this episode and then we can like talk afterwards if that's cool. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay yeah, you want to sign off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because this thing is still going. But we, Stephanie, we got through the list. I know we did it. <laughs> So those of y'all that are listening on Patreon or wherever I decide to upload this, I hope you guys liked it. Like, I will release this maybe in the future and maybe we'll see what y'all think about everything that we said because it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Steffi, thank you so much for taking the time out to to like just break down this yes. list and just talk about everything, basically. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot to say this during your closing, but I wanted to mm-hmm. say thank you so much for having me on the podcast because I mean no I feel like problem. I have been like following your journey like I remember uh-huh. when like you had not even released it yet and you uh-huh. were sending me some like pictures of like what do you think about this artwork what do you think about uh-huh. that and uh-huh. um, yeah like just Oof. like your entire journey of the podcast it's been it's been nice to to witness in real time so I'm like happy uh, to be here thank you yeah thank of course. you you're doing a good From- you're doing a great job man you really Thank are. You. Like you, I'm like trying. I, I will say, like the way you like engage with your audience is so like I need like you are so good at that. Like for me, uh. like, once it's out, I'm like fuck this. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm over. Like I don't want to hear from. Anyone. Well, I'm not gonna you're act really like I'm not at, tired. Yeah, I, I do. You're get good tired, at balancing yeah. that. Like I feel like you have such good stamina for that. Like you're like I remember like the, the other day you like posted something and you were like, if you guys like want to talk to me about anything, like if you're going through something, like I was like, wow, Justin is so good like if that is not me (laughs) i am done once the episode is i will say that that was like that was like my my personal page like on the podcast page i probably wouldn't like post it (laughs) because i'm exposing it's okay it's okay (laughs) (laughs) but you but you like shout out your personal page with your podcast right Um, don't you do you say like if you want to follow me on like my personal do you do that i do i do yeah Okay. Which is interesting because I was scared to do that at first because my personal page is truly my personal page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's understandable because you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And you truly don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, thank you for taking that time out to do this. And y'all, I hope you enjoyed it. So until the next time, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and- my gosh.